0: tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. As always, I hope everyone is having an okay week and is hanging in there with your breakups and your heartbreak and everything associated with that. I am very excited for today's episode, and you guys have heard me mention before, but it's so it's so important to me that this podcast is for you, and what I mean by that is it's so important to me that I am putting out episodes and content that is really relevant to the things that you are actively struggling with right now. So I typically, just so you guys know some of the behind the scenes, but I typically record episodes about three days before they launch. So I try to be super time relevant and I always spend the week in my private Facebook group, on my Instagram, listening to you guys and hearing, there tends to be a theme of the week of overall questions, and I can see patterns of what people are struggling with. So I always take what that overall theme is, and I'll record the next week's podcast based on that. So you guys have heard me before, but you can always feel free to DM me to suggest any podcast episode idea. So today's podcast, long story short, today's podcast actually came from A workshop that I did this past Thursday on the no contact rule. And I think I probably got in that workshop probably four to five questions about this particular topic. And today we're going to talk about memory lane. We're going to talk about how do you deal with the good memories? How do you deal with the nostalgia? How do you deal with all of these memories that you still carry from your past relationship? And what do you do with them moving forward? So that can be, you know, memories tied to a specific place or a certain activity. And then today, the morning um, I'm recording this, I put it out on my Instagram and asked for specific questions as it relates to this topic. So I really always want to listen to you guys, and it's so important that I am putting out stuff that you want, not just stuff that I think is important. So today we're going to be talking about nostalgia, uh, how to not avoid memory lane, but how to make memory lane a little less painful, especially in the beginning after a breakup. And as always, this is something that I have personal experience with. I, after my last breakup, we did so much stuff together. Like we were super active and we went to a ton of concerts and we went hiking on the weekend. So there were a lot of, he just, he was one of those very expansive people for me where he introduced me to a lot of different music and different restaurants and different activities. So I had so many of those things wrapped up in the memory of him that it felt like I was going to lose all of those things that I came to love during the relationship. So this is something that I've definitely had to work through personally, and I'm very excited to be able to walk through some of those specific things today. And I am going to break this down into different categories. These are all either based on specific questions I got or just general themes of what I heard from my community, um, in terms of what they were struggling with. So let's get into how to make memory lane less painful. That's what I'm going to go with for the title. The first thing is music. I think we all know music has a very strong emotional attachment. We tend to connect certain memories to different songs. You know, I can listen to a song – from a while ago and tell you exactly what grade I was in, who I was dating at the time, what was happening in the world. So, so aside from the fact that breakups are already making us super sensitive to these kinds of things, music's just always going to connect really emotionally. So, this is what I would suggest with music. Number 1, it is okay to avoid certain songs, certain artists right after your breakup. None of what I'm saying is meant to like purposely push you past your emotional comfort zone. I think, yes, we're going to have to do things after a breakup that are hard, but I don't think we need to like torture ourselves by really pushing the boundary. So it's totally okay to not be able to listen to certain songs. I think especially for the songs that are your guys' songs, if they come on the radio, it's totally okay to switch to another station. You don't need to force yourself to listen to something. Another thing I will remind you is that you can curate what you listen to. You don't have to be at the mercy of the radio. You can put on a particular playlist or artist that you know won't bring you back memories of you and your ex's relationship. I believe I've shared on the podcast, definitely shared on my Instagram, but I do have three curated breakup playlists. So I will put those in the show notes today, but those um, especially I have a moving on and empowering playlist that could be really good after that. But essentially, just remember that you do have some control of the music that you bring into your environment, so you don't have to continue to walk down memory lane every time you get in the car or put on your music. The last thing with music that I would say, I, my ex and I were so connected through music that honestly, I could not listen to music. For a little while after my breakup. So what I did instead was I would play stand-up comedy in my car and that was literally the only thing that I could listen to without completely losing it. So that's also another option. You can turn to – this was before podcasts were really big. Now I'm a podcast fiend. So I typically only listen to podcasts in the car anyway, but you can turn to podcasts. You can – listen to comedy. You don't have to cont- – like, you don't have to force yourself to listen to music if it's going to be painful. With that being said, I will never forget the day after I got dumped. My best friend took me out to a restaurant, and and I was starting to feel better. And then all of a sudden, our song came on in the restaurant, I'll Follow You Into the Dark by Death Cab for Cutie. And I just completely lost it within the restaurant. So – You win some, you lose some. I think with music, it's all about minimizing your exposure as much as possible. And this is not – I'm not trying to tell you guys to hide from memories. It's just a matter of not putting yourself through unnecessary torment. It's about making some choices within your control that you have and exercising that control to – try to make it a little bit easier on yourself. So one thing that I recommend with music is listening to songs from like middle school and high school before you even knew your ex. Those are always safe bets. For me, I I always tend to go to Spice Girls and NSYNC and things like that. So there are some of my thoughts on music in terms of not reminiscing so much on the good memories. The next thing is places and activities. And I mentioned this earlier in the episode, but I was introduced to going to concerts a ton, hiking. There was a particular comedy club, Upright Citizens Brigade that we would go to in LA. A lot of new restaurants I tried with him. So for me, it felt like he had this like monopoly on so many of the things that I now loved in my life. Like, I continued to love hiking. I still loved trying new restaurants. I still loved going to that that Upright Citizens Brigade Comedy Club. And what I finally had to realize was he doesn't own those things, you know? Yes, there were certain places I couldn't go to right away, and that's okay too. You, You don't have to, like, force yourself to go to those places if you don't have to. But what was so empowering for me was there was one week that I was really struggling and I had the thought, I can still go to those places. Like I don't have to be in a relationship to go to that comedy club. I don't have to be in a relationship to go hiking. I can do all of those things totally single. So I texted my girlfriends and I said, hey, would you guys be up for going to this comedy club this weekend? And it was like I had only been to this place with my ex and me and my girlfriends went and we got all dressed up and we went to dinner and we went to this comedy club. And while I was there, I thought – I can do this. I can still enjoy all of these things. I just have to have new experiences. And I think that's so key. As much as you can, and I do realize that this is a weird time to do this because not everything is open. However, if there is a restaurant or some establishment that's back open, Go have a new experience there. Yes, the first 10 minutes are going to feel really weird. You're probably going to get emotional. However, if you can go there with a friend and have an experience where you guys have a super intimate talk or you guys laugh your butts off, you know, that way you can take that memory off of your ex and off of that relationship and own it just for yourself and realize, like, I can go where I want to go. I can do the activities that he introduced me to. That's totally okay. It doesn't mean – just because I lost the memory doesn't mean I have to lose all of these things that I now love. The next thing I was asked about is photos. Photos are obviously probably one of the biggest ways that we take that trip down memory lane. Photos – are not something that you should have around after right after your breakup, for sure. This is what I always tell people. Right after you go through a breakup, take down all the photos that you have of you and your ex around your house. And that also includes like any little mementos or just something that if you look at them, look at the thing, you're like, oh, that's from him or whatever. Take them all down and put them in a box And what I did is I stashed that box in a high-up cupboard. You could also give that box to a friend of yours to keep for a little while. Because if you're like me, I love being able to go down memory lane when I'm in a position to do so. So it's nice to have those memories for someday when you're not emotionally attached to your ex and you can go back and look through that stuff. But it serves no good purpose sticking around right after your breakup no good purpose at all. Essentially, all you're doing is emotionally torturing yourself. So as much as you can, take that stuff down around your house and also take the photos off your phone. We had a discussion in our Facebook group the other day and one woman took them off of her phone and put them on a USB drive, which I think is an awesome idea and kind of just stashing that away. You could also put them in a Dropbox folder or a Google Drive folder, but there's no reason for you to have those photos on your phone because of course you're going to take a look at them and you're likely going to take a look at them when you are feeling super low and super down and it's just not going to serve you know, that purpose very well. And jumping back a little bit to places and activities, I'd say another one of those things is like trips, like vacations. Again, you can totally go have a new experience there. There have been times after my breakups where I have gone to like a particular hotel or, you know, Palm Springs, like I let one of my ex's own Palm Springs in my head for a very long time. And I loved that place so much, but I wouldn't let myself go. And I finally went and I thought, I, I again, can have this new experience and I, as a single person, I can go where I want to go and I don't have to carry that weight of my ex into those new situations. A lot of this is not easy at first, and it it is going to take a conscious effort of you saying like, okay, this is probably going to hurt in the beginning, but it's just like facing a fear. It's going to hurt in the beginning, but then you're going to get that instant relief. So just keep that in mind. Like, yes, the beginning is not going to be fun, but just push through that discomfort a little bit so that way you can have that sense of freedom that can come. And then the next thing someone brought up is gifts, and I believe they mentioned more specifically expensive gifts. This is totally going to depend on you. If your ex got you something – I mean, I still have gifts from exes, but for me, they aren't ones that bring a strong emotional attachment. So I'll give you an example. I got a really nice gym bag from one of my exes that I still use. However, I got a Tiffany's ring from another ex that did not feel appropriate to keep because it was, you know, given as an anniversary present. It was totally a promise ring situation. So for me, that didn't feel appropriate to keep. So it's just going to depend. Is this something that you feel like you can use without constantly thinking about your ex or constantly being reminded of your ex? If you can, then I'd say I think that's okay to keep it. However, if it's something more meaningful like a ring or pretty much jewelry, honestly, in in general is is not the best I would say to keep because it does have very strong emotional and sentimental value. So for those situations, this might sound cold, but I'd say sell it. Sell it. Take the money and do something really nice for yourself because like for my Tiffany's ring scenario, I let it sit in my cabinet for like three and a half years. I was never going to wear it. So all it did was just take up physical space and mental space. And finally, I'm like, why do I have this ring? I'm never going to wear it and I might as well get some money from it and I can take that money and do something nice for myself. So that's what I would suggest for the pricier gifts that hold sentimental value for you, if it's a kind of cheapo gift or just something, you know, cheesy but probably thoughtful at the time, you you have every right. You can toss things. Like, I don't think it makes you a cruel or cold-hearted person to toss something that at one point held sentimental value. You're 100% like in the okay to give it to goodwill or toss it if that feels right to you. And then the last specific instance that someone brought up is what if it feels like you are constantly in that memory lane frame of mind when you're in your own place? And obviously this is a lot harder because it's not easy to move or find a new place or you might own your house and don't have that ability. So what I would say for that is for sure follow the step of taking down the photos, you know, and even if you're someone who's divorced and have kids with your ex, you can, you know, selectively switch out photos where it's like just of your kids, you know? So make it comfortable for you in that way so you're not having to like stare at his face. And then what I would suggest is like doing a little like shaking it up at your house, like rearrange your living room, get a new bedspread. Get some super girly candles, put new photos up on the wall of you and your friends or pretty places. So, give your house, and it doesn't need to be anything crazy or expensive, but give your house a little revamp. I think that way it will make the place feel more like yours and it'll feel like a different place without actually having to find a different place. So, that's what I would recommend if you feel like it's hard to be in your house without. Constantly thinking of them. And then I got some, you know, super specific things like Ben and Jerry's ice cream. So, what I would suggest if it's something like that, or if it's like a certain kind of food, don't go eat it by yourself. Try a different ice cream on your late night ice cream runs that I used to do all the time after my breakup. Always walk down the street to 7 Eleven and get a little pint. So, if Ben and Jerry's has a strong emotional attachment to your ex, don't buy Ben & Jerry's when you're going to eat ice cream by yourself. But if you're like with friends and people that you feel loved and supported by, yeah, go get some Ben & Jerry's and have a new experience having a good conversation while you're eating it. It's really as simple as that. Avoid it if it's too painful and then if you're in a position where you feel loved and supported, go do it or have it and have a new experience with it. And just know that as time goes on, like that emotional attachment is going to get way less and less. There are certain places that I wouldn't even think about going right after my breakup. But as time went on, it was like, oh, this is totally okay. I mean, I I really I would say could measure my growth with, my breakup as to when i was able to listen to certain songs there were certain songs that like within the first 10 seconds i i would be crying and then a few months down the road i would be able to listen to it with maybe just a little bit of feeling sad and then the best is when you realize that song just finished playing and you didn't even think about it that like you will get to that point with this particular breakup and all of the memories that go along with it And then the last thing I wanted to mention is our brain can really hone in on all of the positive memories, which is a good thing. You know, it's good that for the most part, we tend to recall positive memories. However, we can sometimes get a little out of whack. So We just go through a breakup, and then the only thing that we're going to be thinking about or recalling is all the good times. A breakup happens for a reason. So my guess, and honestly, just being in a relationship, there are always things that come up. So to balance out those thoughts, a journal assignment that I would give you is to write out either the things that led to the breakup, like the negative things or like your pet peeves about this person, things that he did that you didn't like. Normally, I don't like people focusing on negative things. However, we can really get swept up in all of the good memories and all the nostalgia with our ex. So in this circumstance, I would definitely recommend balancing it all out with recalling some of the bad stuff and really like shining a light on some of the bad stuff because I can assure you it's there no matter what kind of relationship you're in. And I think this will help remind you like, okay, yeah, we did break up for a reason. So I hope that was helpful. Memories can be a amazing gift and a super big pain right after losing someone. So I think this is a great topic to be able to take a look at, like, how do we navigate and handle that? Again, please don't be a stranger. Uh, Make sure that if you're not already to join the private Facebook group. And that's a great way to kind of – you can discuss the podcast episodes in there or just ask general questions, seek support. I see women using it in so many different capacities. And always feel free to DM me on Instagram and I will see you all next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise.